0: (laughs) what's going on everybody this is Greg Fowler coming at you live for another episode of real estate Titans Um, I'm super excited for this one traveling throughout the marketplace interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field from Realtors lenders builders developers residential or commercial essentially gathering insight inspiration really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else and what I'd like to consider a real estate Titan our very special guest and feature for today, JP Spirits, JP. Thank you. Thanks so much, it's Thank an you. honor to have you on the show. I, everybody is super excited in anticipation to really just to dive into you as a man, as a professional, really get to know you a little bit better. Great. Uh, so if you're right, let's just
1: dive in. All right, I'm ready. Uh,
0: so let's just start with uh, telling everybody a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, uh, well, there's a lot of color there, um, <laughs> but uh, I am, uh, again, J.P. Spears. Sure. Um, I am new uh, managing and owner, partial owner broker at Berkshire Hathaway, Rocky Mountain Realtors here in Colorado Springs. Love it. Uh, so I have achieved the level in which most dream of, and I'm grateful. Love it. Um, I come from a very, very intense past, as oftentimes many people do. And um, so I have, uh, for example, I grew up in a very tough, tough household and very disruptive and wound up basically uh, to go a little bit further, um, wound up actually kind of on the street at some point. Wow, and, um, and from that, uh, I really learned a lot. And, I'll, and I'll, just, I'll I'll just quickly wrap up a little bit or wrap up from the beginning, yeah, a sure. little bit of where this kind of started, like, um, so uh, when I was 16, my mom moved to uh, Colorado from Kansas. Okay. I was a big boy because of course, at 16, you know everything. And so I decided to stay behind and actually I wasn't quite 16 yet. Uh-huh. Uh, and so um, after a year of being on my own mm-hmm. and uh, going through quite a bit of diversity, sure, I received a phone call from a real estate agent Colorado from Teller County Hmm. and she said um, she says your mother would like you closer to home and I would like to come pick you up so I received this call on a time at a time in which I was really going through a rough point because I'm now watching my friends go to school and surpass me Hmm. like high school and those types of things and I'm seeing myself basically being left behind from the whole experience of being kid wow. and so I agreed to it mm-hmm. she got in her Bronco and drove 590 miles to pick up a strange kid whom she had never met before Unreal. on the way back she described to me her life and the adversity she had gone through and how real estate gave her such freedoms and ability to deal with her divorce hmm. and many things I loved the lady on the road trip I truly fell in love with this lady okay. as to who she was and the style and class in which she was given hmm to herself and so I never forgot it you know I I started my life here and and went through a a tremendous amount of exploration finally got into uh, some high end marketing so I started doing marketing Um, uh, for some of the casinos, helped build some of the casinos up in Cripple Creek, for example. Started off jackhammering basements and doing all kinds of things, mm-hmm. and then progressed into applying for a marketing position, which I was certainly not qualified for. Wow. And the honesty <laughs> here, everybody. Yep. And uh, so we we did uh, marketing for uh, CCRI, uh, which is Colorado Casino Resorts Incorporated. Okay. We did the marketing for Blackhawk Central City, Cripple Creek in Las Vegas, and so the coupon books and like the Ramblin Rose bus, Ramblin' Rose bus tours and those types of marketing things for the casinos mm. is what our group basically designed, like okay. all the art and all the coupons and discounts. Mm. And so I learned a lot from that. I learned a, a plethora of information that I would have never been given even by going to school at that time. Wow. Um, I actually started, I met a marketing guy that, that ran the uh, marketing for JP McGill's, which was another casino up there. Okay. And he gave me so much information on how to market and started teaching me like, um, publisher and different types of marketing things that I was not exactly familiar with interesting which led me to really fall in love with marketing and advertising and really understand the importance of those processes okay. and for your business and your branding and what those mean sure um, so as I progressed through it I uh, I just started finding myself a little bit more uh, loving people like loving love the interaction with people and understanding their needs and their wants okay. right and so I eventually had to progress past that I got a job in a bank credit union here in Colorado Springs right. and I worked there for a few years um, learned a lot about banking a lot about money how money flows the importance of money the sure. importance of using your skills and I also learned a lot about taking an opportunity that is in front of you and the place in which you are hmm. and I think describing that I'll get more into that when we get into the real, more into the real estate side of it Sure, but but I was able to, if I needed a car loan I didn't have to go through uh, an application underwriting and it go to the board and then approve it because credit unions are different than banks mm-hmm. and it has to go through these processes to get approved for a car loan or anything that they're gonna work with you sure. as an employee I just said hey I want to go buy a car and they would say go pick one out mm-hmm. and so I'd go pick a Mustang out for example and bought a brand-new Mustang in 2000 oh, it's right. really cool stuff yeah. right and um, and I realize the importance of paying attention to what you have an opportunity in front of you okay Okay. good point right Mm -hmm. and so um, unfortunately I fell very ill with Crohn's disease Uh, had been sick since I was 17 actually okay but it had been progressing and I learned from everybody all the wrong things to do because of course they thought I had ulcers and everything so I'm drinking milk and I'm doing all kinds of things that I shouldn't do that actually made the condition worse Um, I had six major surgeries coloscopy bag was attached Uh, a lot of intense medical stuff in and out of hospitals in and out of clinics different specialists uh, learned a lot about the fragile parts of life right Uh, yeah Uh, to include even one time where I pulled up to show a property once I did get my real estate license and um, I remember the bag breaking and me going through this horrific experience and letting the people know hey just go take a tour on the property, walk around if you don't mind for a few minutes, and I'll be with you. Wow. And in that moment, that was where sweat's pouring down my face, and I'm freaking out, and I'm trying to get all this changed because it's a lot of work changing the cloth bag, just mm. being honest. Wow. And um, and so I finally got that under control. But that was a point in which I realized the importance of the f- the fragile part of life okay. and maximizing your moment mm. um, and doing things that are pushing you outside your insecurities, outside your comfort zones. Um, outside of everything that you felt fragile about, mm-hmm. and taking it, and just running with it, and, and pushing everything you can to be the better, be better at what you want. Love it. Um, that for me was a significant thing. But but going back a little bit to where I was when I started in real estate, yeah. I actually started off as an assistant. Love it. And I started off as an assistant to a lady. Her name was Kathy. Okay. Um, I was given an opportunity to start off as an assistant, but I was engaged. Um, I was engaged with meeting the owner, which was Stuart Scott. Oh. At the time, had been in business for thirty six years. Wow. Um, a pro agent, classy, high style, um, elegant, mm-hmm. high end properties. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, uh, ten of us agents did more volume per agent than one hundred Remax agents. That's crazy. We literally were the high end elite of Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. We did mostly Broadmoor properties, but we did Kissy Camels, all the high end stuff. Okay. Um, and I come in as this young whippersnapper who has no experience <laughs> right and, oh, so and again stepping out of my threshold of comfort and my insecurities and going into a whole nother level of not just real estate but elite real estate mm-hmm. and so uh, in that quest and that journey I'm grateful that Stuart did open his hand and he, he gave me the olive branch. He said, uh, I'm gonna take a chance on you. I normally hire very tenured, very expert, very pro agents, Sure. and I'm gonna let you uh, learn, I'm gonna teach you, and I'm going to help nurture that.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, so with that uh, with that experience, I sold the lowest-priced property I ever sold, which was $30,000, wow. and the very highest-priced property, which was 3.3 3 million. Wow,
0: the, the whole spectrum right there. Right? right
1: truly. Yep, and even in that, so and and the 3.3 million was in 2006, which at that time was the very highest price sell for the entire year on the MLS, the year in El Paso County. Hmm. So um, there are agents that have been in business for 30 years in Colorado Springs that haven't sold a home over a million dollars, and here I am in my 20s selling a million dollar properties. Hmm. Um, That was because of me, that was my choice. That was me going in and deciding that I was not going to be afraid I was not going to let my health condition slow me down. Um, I was not going to let a lot of those dynamics affect me in a way, which most people do, that would prevent me from being the very best at, a, at, at, at an industry, at, at something that I wanted to follow.
2: Wow.
1: When I got my real estate license, it was everything. It was a dream come true for me. Hmm. It was everything that I ever really wanted. And it was inspiration from that agent that took her time to drive 590 miles to pick up a strange kid whom she'd never met. (sighs) Ah, JP. Right? And does that not show you the sacrifice, or the, not sacrifice, but the commitment Mm -hmm. that realtors have to the community? Agreed. That you would meet a complete strange family whom you've never known before, uh, see the need of a mother who was uh, missing her son, and, and get in your vehicle at your own expense, your own time, and drive to another state to assist and that is one of many things that realtors do right trust me this is not this is a beautiful story it is wonderful to hear that a realtor would have done that for a family because it brought us back together and yes my mom and I did grow from that point Mm -hmm. and became very close um, up until she passed seven years ago Um, but those things changed my life those gave me the enrichment and the the direction that I deserved Mm -hmm. from coming from such a rough past I was given gifts from wherever they came from but they were gifts now, I didn't have an astute, well-educated family to come learn from. We're often cases I've noticed where either people talk about old money, what does old money mean? Mm-hmm. Right? That means that uh, you know somebody started the, uh, I don't know, Hershey's brand, and you've been getting the, the, the you know what I mean? Right. And there's like seven gener- generations, that are, that's old money, right? Yeah. Or wells, like oil wells from back in the 1920s that are now still paying very prosperous per, per, per barrel. Sure. Um, but i didn't mm-hmm. i came from a very adverse very uh very intense very very hard mm-hmm. past and so i had to take that and i had to say okay well am i going to live by the past or am i going to live by the future and i'm going to live now and oftentimes people take the path of least resistance right right and they'll go down two roads you've got either one to go down and one or the other mm-hmm. the path of least resistance to say okay i'm just going to I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna live a regular life, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get a basic job, I'm gonna get somewhat of an education, I'm gonna get married as fast as I can, and get divorced as fast as I even got there, (laughs) right? Or I'm going to, and and no offense to people who got married young, right? Some people last forever, but it's very difficult in today's economics and in today's world. So um, I didn't, I took the harder road. Mm -hmm. I took the road that was intense, even worse than I had even imagined Mm -hmm. uh, going down and and dealing with some of the things that I did to get where I am. What I did notice, though, is the more that I paid attention to great people, Mm -hmm. the more that I focused on the good side of people, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Stuart, all those people, the the, the lady that picked the agent that picked me up. And you know what? Today, I can't remember her name, Wow. which is what's really sad. Um, And for years, I did remember her name, Mm -hmm. but then years kind of got by. And and this is my 15th year in real estate. Uh, My 15th year in real estate. Flies. I am grateful for the 15 years. I'm grateful for whatever it gives me. I have become a master of my craft. Mm-hmm. I am the elite now, um, considered the upper tier, sure. right? And I've earned it. Mm-hmm. I've I've worked day in, day out, seven days a week, answered the phone when nobody else was willing to, mm-hmm. um, performed things, pressure washed old ladies' houses to sell their houses, right? <laughs> I mean, did all the stuff that you do to connect with the community, to build a beautiful relationship, and and in that, um, I'm I'm very very thankful, mm-hmm. and to a, to a point in which I cannot describe to you out there. Sure. Um, you 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 just really need to understand that real estate comes with some 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 sincere complexity. Right. At all levels, you have to understand that real estate is a personal experience. Mm-hmm. That um, for 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 a, for a buyer or a seller. There are statistics that say that buying and selling a home can be as emotional as to losing somebody to death. Wow! Um, it is so deep level for some people because it's the largest transaction in most cases that they will ever make, hmm. whether buying or selling. And so I say oftentimes to people, well, um, I picture myself on a stage, hmm. for example, okay. when I'm when I'm engaging in a client, yeah, okay. yeah, and I say, okay, well. Um, I'm gonna perform, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna perform at its highest. So I'm gonna imagine myself on the stage, and when the curtain's open, the smile comes on, mm-hmm. the, the uh, show is about you, right? Sure. You're the buyer, you're the seller. I wanna know everything about you. What, mm-hmm. what makes you happy? What's your motivation? Why are you moving? Right. Is it a, do you have to sell, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you haven't considered some of the other options, and if you haven't, then let's explore all options. Mm-hmm right and let's look at all the levels of what makes you um where you are today whether you're you're ambitious you've just started a new family you want to buy a home or you want to get into investing or you want to um or you just want to feel what it feels like to be a homeowner Mm -hmm. right or you want to sell a home and and this is your fifth home and you know that these transitions are a normal pace for you and your family and Mm -hmm. moving or you're like i'm excited to to get into making money and i my grandfather was investing you hear these stories where my grandfather flipped homes and, and bought and sold and, and it inspires the young the youth right? sure that's oh, what's yeah. beautiful right yeah. and and the internet has changed right so you've got technology now Technology's changed everything to where things seem crisp and pretty and, mm-hmm. and, and instant right, right. immediate immediate like but life's not like that like in real estate it takes years to become a master at your craft well so it, it really does you have to really take your time and you have to commit to all the things that everybody else is not willing to commit to. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's a lot of new tools out there. Sure. Uh, you know, Berkshire's launched a new thing with AdWorks, for example. AdWorks is a oh, yeah. uh, fabulous with new uh, marketing platform, but very expensive. Sure. And very, very scary for some new agents, right? Um, I really have dove into giving back. Mm-hmm. So I've been a board of director for Pikes Peak Association of Realtors for seven years. Oh, I just tenured out wow. this last December. So seven years of Mm -hmm. commitment to helping my fellow agents and their craft, Mm -hmm. right? And I wondered, okay, well, what kind of guy stands there and looks at the door when a new agent comes in and wants to see them as just as successful in their business as I have been in mine? Wow. Because that's exactly what you do when you get to a certain level, and when you realize that life is giving you what you wanted. And so oftentimes. What you've worked for. What so you worked not for. Off, not necessarily what you wanted, but what you also worked for. What you worked for. And, and in often cases, it's usually older people, right? Mm-hmm. Like the aging adult community. They're, they're now wealthy. Sure. They've got everything they need. They've got their beautiful home and their high end cars and their investments. And, mm-hmm. and so they're like, okay, I want to give back now, right? And I've done it. I've been there. And so I want to give back. And it's not common to find younger people. That have found themselves and found their core, and what makes them passionately happy, um, and and stable minded enough to where they're like, okay, you know what, I have done it now. Like I really want to see other people become successful. Okay. And it's not the thing of um, those who can't do teach. Right. 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 It, it's 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 at a point where you have hit a, an achievement in your success in your career, where you honestly feel like. I've got so much power in me and so much to give mm-hmm. that i can I can still perform my duties and make great money right right, but yet I can still help other people and give back to them at the same
0: time okay and and i i want to touch on that vein j p because I think the the backstory to everybody out there really getting to know you a little bit deeper, where you're from, what drives you what goes through is the why question right i mean j p what is your why? I mean, what, what motivates
1: you to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Mine is because of my Crohn's disease. Okay, Honestly, mm-hmm. it is. All right. Uh, everybody has theirs. Okay, so sure. you may have, your grandfather was a real estate agent. Sure. You want to honor him, uh, mm-hmm. just like people in the military. My, my grandfather was, uh, you know, Navy, and I want to be in the Navy, right? Right. Uh, real estate's very similar to that. Mm-hmm. People get into real estate um, because they're like okay my mom was a real estate agent mm-hmm. or you know I've been inspired by selling New York on HGTV right? <laughs> you know like there there are people out there yeah right you it. know whatever it is but that's their why that's what drives them. they like I want to be like that guy that works at that office and then dresses a uh, you know beautifully and they're, they're talking about this guy right here right right what's and, happening
0: after everybody sees her here's yeah. this episode
1: he's right here right you yeah. know <laughs> this is it so I mean there's so many dynamics that makes people like you know what's their why sure. Mine is um, the fact that I have to speak for a community of of sick people. Okay, and, and but not in a way of where it's like, oh, poor me, no. you know, help me because I'm sick. Like you should use me because because I'm sick. Right, but in a way of like, okay, there's two things that's, that ill people have to confront. One, okay. either um, they they're they're not strong enough. Their health has overcome their ability to to come out in, into an industry and, mm-hmm. and perform at levels in which would rise them to the top, right? Sure. They're just so unhealthy with the condition that they just cannot perform. Wow. Or two, they don't understand that their illness, it's like my mom used to say, she goes, it's not a disease that you have, it's a dis-ease. Okay. Right? And so, so my mom was a big inspiration to me. Love that because of her love not because of the things that she did mm-hmm. in her life because she was very artistic so she mm-hmm. didn't hit like big she wasn't a real estate anything. sure she uh, she just was inspirational from her love mm-hmm. but like oftentimes we find that but my why really came from knowing how fragile my life is gotcha. being in and out of the hospital six major surgeries a colostomy bag uh, seeing specialists all the time continually medicine all the time always dealing with some form of, of conditionally related experience, right? Mm-hmm. And realizing how short and how fragile all of our lives are, Okay. and saying, okay, well, if I'm going to sustain myself and mm-hmm. never be on welfare, forms of welfare or sustainability from the government funds somehow through taxes or some kind of support on other people, like, if I'm going to be a man and self-reliant, or sorry, woman, self-reliant yeah. And self responsible, that I need to find something that belongs to me, right? Something that absolutely belongs to me and, um, and that nobody else can take. Mm-hmm. And that makes money. Sure. And that sets me up for the future. And then I can enjoy and passionately have fun with. Mm-hmm. And, and so, real estate for me, the why was simply because one, a real estate agent got in her car and drove 590 miles and inspired me at a very young age. And two, a health condition pushed me to being in a hospital bed, looking at um, uh, the gla- Gazette at Classifieds and looking at a listing and remembering that experience on that road trip back from the 590 miles mm-hmm. to Colorado and saying to myself, it's exactly what I want to be. Is I want to be a real estate agent and I want to feel what it's like to have my own world. Sure. And real estate empowered me to do so. Uh, you can do anything guys, you could do telemarketing, Mm -hmm. you could go get a job um, delivering pizzas, right? You can do anything you want in this world. But the fact of the matter is is there's only so many positions and so many things you're gonna be able to do in a period of life as you get older. uh, Maybe you wanted to be a ballerina, a balletist, or whatever, but I'm not a balletist and I am too old now to be one. So, um, you know, you have a time limit and when that time limit's gone, it's gone. Okay, and as you get older, uh, the prosperity or the, the opportunity loss as, mm-hmm. as comes, right? So as you sure. get older, people complain as they get older, nobody wants to hire them. You hear yeah. that in often cases. It's very you unfortunate do. because you get experienced people that really know what they're doing as they get older, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them work harder than young people will ever work, wow. but oftentimes they get overlooked because of their age, right? Sure. So you talk about, uh, don't talk about age, religion, race, creed, all these things, mm-hmm. because it hurts people's feelings, and it does, like, but you have to look at it. Age is a very important dynamic of your life mm-hmm. to look at, and you can't deny it. You have to say, okay, I'm this old um, what do I have in front of me left right sure. what time do I have and now that I have a condition and maybe you do or maybe someone you know right um, and you want to be their inspiration or you want to be your own inspiration um, you have to pull your bootstraps up and say okay I'm gonna set myself up for for prosperity for happiness oh, and gosh. no matter what I do
2: yeah.
1: um, me I get to be fortunate enough to say now well as long as I behave right right meaning I don't spend my money frivolously sure right or i don't uh, overinvest and wind up going bankrupt and mm-hmm. foreclosed on for i mean i've heard people foreclosing 400 properties before uh, right wow. mm-hmm. as long as i get fortunate enough mm-hmm. as long as i've been given the the insight by, by constantly practicing my craft by constantly understanding the ebb and flow of real estate and understanding the dynamics of what can and can happen based on history mm-hmm. based on what's happened before right as long as I don't make the main mistakes that many people have made before, and I pay attention to that and cognitively be humble enough to recognize it, I may get lucky enough to actually set myself up for a very, very well-rounded retirement mm-hmm. through real estate. I can tell you this. After 15 years of real estate yeah. and the commitment and the things that I have done, I can now step back and look and say, I think I'm pretty accomplished.
2: Yeah.
1: And And, 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 and now the future is in the palm of my hand. And now all I have to do is follow certain protocols and practices that I've learned over the years and and, and nurture those things. And as long as I behave, then it'll pay off.
0: And I I want to tap into that, JP, because this this is such huge information already and we're just getting started. I want to go into the you know really tapping into that those systems or that process and everything that you've had success with thus far and will continue to in the future so this is the advisory question okay it's a crowd pleaser a lot of the viewers and subscribers to this particular series they want to know how the Titans are growing their business what they've done in the past to really get to where they're at uh, and continue to go so if you could look back at your business thus far these past 15 plus years and pick or choose one or
1: two things you added to your business that so took it from one level to the next. What's that look like for you? Okay. Well, there are two things that I recognized as core, core standards in real estate, guys. Love it. Two. Right? He said
0: two. Everybody, here and we that's
1: go. Two. Okay. And, and so you have to understand that when I when I evaluated these things, I was an assistant. Mm-hmm. And so I was an assistant for almost two years prior to getting my uh, license and moving forward and becoming a broker. I sold my first property in 60 days, by the way. Wow. It was like a $134,000 property and it had grass growing in the gutters. <laughs> okay, it was a total remodel. As a matter of oh, fact, the I have great. sold those family, I've now sold that family uh, five properties between them and their, their family, their local family. Okay. And, um, but there are two things. Mm-hmm. There's a database. Okay. Okay. Um, Kathy, my mentor, mm-hmm. who I started under under Stuart Scott. Sure. She was a broker. Had been in business twenty six years. Stuart thirty six years. Right. Wow. Um. She had no database. She ran by the seat of her butt. Which, often, case you guys do, and I hate to say it, but you do. Ninety seven percent of you guys. Ho- hopefully right? not the viewers <laughs> or or the subscribers here. Not you guys. Right? but Everybody else. Everybody so else. the the three percent. <laughs> I mean the ninety seven percent. Whichever way you are. Yes. Um. Database guys, that's That's the key. Okay, so Stuart managed his Mm -hmm. database for those many years Uh, each year He would send them a little CRM or or, uh, uh, a little CMA Mm -hmm. letting them know so buyers have bought a home through him He'd say hey your house is worth this congratulations. Remember when you bought your home eight years ago You've got a lot of equity. I I hope you're enjoying it still Mm -hmm. and if you ever need anything I'm here for you kind of thing, right? And then he would do things systematically throughout the years. We say that what eight to twelve touches before somebody remembers things, right? Sure. So Stewart stayed on top of that for many, many years, guys from all levels. And he started off at the low two and wound up being the premier boutique brokerage of Colorado Springs at one point in his career. Wow. Um, Kathy Wade, my mentor. Uh, six thousand dollars a month on average is what she pulled. Okay. Stewart eighty thousand. Kathy six thousand. Uh, Stuart, many investment properties, those types of things. Kathy, nothing. I think her house was probably fractionally paid off, but then she had a car paid off, but other than that, she was pretty much broke. Okay. Just unfortunately, but it's broke.
2: Ah, oh,
1: um, So you look at those diamonds, just like okay, one person, Kathy was elegant and stylish mm-hmm. and classy. Now, she didn't have filters, and sometimes she was a little brash, Okay. but she was a wonderful realtor. Mm-hmm. Stuart, very successful, very stylish, classy. Was not as brash, but seriously, high performer and very oh, powerful yeah. in his con- in his conversation right hackckable reputation. amazing man. Yeah. Um, eighty thousand dollars a year net, six thousand dollars a year net. Mm-hmm. Totally different worlds wow. just by managing a database. So I oftentimes train people that databases are the most valuable tool in your real estate career and it will be love it.
0: Number from, one from the
1: start. Okay. If you need help, you're welcome to email me or call me and I'll walk <laughs> you through the damn thing. Be careful saying that, JP. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be reaching out to you. Hey, right? his contact information is gonna be all linked up. Right, so yeah, so you pick can. Take up and I, and I really will. I'll walk you through it, guys. It took me years to refine my database and do it the right way. Wow. And there's just ways that you do it to, to set a priority, right, okay. to individuals and how you set them in pra- in, in fact. And, and it's, it's, everybody has an answer for you, right? Everybody's right. like, oh, I'll just do this and it'll work out. Mm-hmm. But you really have to pick a path and and you really have to work that path. And, mm-hmm. and a database is really the core foundation of a real estate agent's success. Okay. It's like building a house without a strong foundation; it will fail. Well said. Right. Yep. And so the database, you can ask any pro, high-level agent, and they will tell you a database was mm-hmm. is is the key element to their success. Love it. Hopefully, you wrote that down. Number one, database. Right. Number two. Number two. JP. You ready? Remember me talking about the credit union and buying the Mustang mm-hmm. and being able to buy like I'm there in that moment. Yeah. I have to go. Okay, so I'm in real estate, and I'm buying commercial buildings, I'm buying residential houses, I'm holding, flipping, selling, right? Um, commercial buildings, we have economic booms. You have to pay attention. You have to understand the ebb and flow of your business. Right. So our last economic boom was cannabis, right? So Colorado hit this huge cannabis thing, legalizing cannabis on a medical level in early 2000s and on a recreational level in 2014 at a precedence of value which has been not seen and many moons in Colorado mm-hmm. in terms of equity increase. Wow. We have seen properties increase and in where you've sold a home three years ago increased by $200,000 because of lack of inventory. Unreal. We've seen from $12 a square foot, from seven eight to $12 a square foot on the commercial buildings mm-hmm. to 22 to $26 a square foot. Oh. I'm telling you guys pay attention to these economic things, mm-hmm. but I'm in real estate, so what can I do? Mm-hmm. I'm the front line, right? right? So as long as you're ethical, honest, and moralistic, mm-hmm. you probably could do a transaction that would belong to you without affecting the community in any negative way. Wow, because okay. that's something very important to remember mm-hmm. that you have a balanced, you have a balance. you have a you mm-hmm. have a very fine line, you have to walk. If you have a property for sale and I approach you as a realtor with a very powerful education behind me, sure, I have to be able to give you the price which you deserve, mm-hmm. right that you would be happy with without abusing or pa- taking my power to advantage. Sure. So that is a delicate process. So if you do get an investing, understand that it is a delicate line you walk and you must do it with the very strong ethics because you do truly have to look after the other party and, and they have to feel never that you have taken advantage of them. Wow. Okay. But that's the second. Okay. So well. invest in your own self, <laughs> you're in the front line buy and sell real estate. So okay. your database and real estate are your two things. That's where the guys make the money, guys. Love it. So in the 80s, wealthy people were buying properties for pennies on a dollar in foreclosure time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they sat on those for 15 years before the market came back again, which if you don't know, it's every 10, 12 to 15 years we go through a market change. Mm-hmm. And so we go flat for about 10 to 12 to 15 years wow. where the market, the economy goes kind of crazy mm-hmm. and not a good way and we sit for a 10 or 12 to 15 year you can go back 50 years and see that the cycle is Run the around. same every 10 12 15 years okay those guys in the 80s that bought those foreclosures for pennies on a dollar cashed out in the ni- late 90s and early 2000s is where they really cashed out in the early 2000s that's why we had uh, remember we had 2000 2001 two and three and four mm-hmm. and we were just booming houses were selling for crazy money it was a seven percent appreciation rate so if you bought your home for a hundred thousand every year you were gaining seven grand in, in value i mean it was just crazy and then wow. of course we went through bidding wars and all those things which was even more amazing mm-hmm. um in that is where those guys bought those properties in the 80s sold them in the late 90s and early 2000s and Mm -hmm. made millions of dollars Uh, same thing in 2008 9 10 11 12 when the economy went bad investors we had people from asia all over the world buying properties like in the in the Mm basketfuls and then here they are now selling them and selling them for crazy amounts where we put a property on the market Mm -hmm. and within 24 hours if it's under 300k you probably have 14 different offers I mean, in some cases they have to actually set in the MLS where they won't even review the offers for a week out so that they can accumulate a mass amount of them and discover which one would be the best fit for your client. Unbelievable. We're in a market in which makes real estate beautiful, uh-huh. but it will change. Okay. And when it does change, you better have nurtured that database. All those fabulous clients that you met you're excited to meet and go have dinner with or lunch with or buy a Starbucks for, well, those guys are going to go through stress just like everybody else when it does change and you better be there to remind them that you were there for them in good and just the same in bad i love that i mean are, you, are hopefully
0: you guys are really taking notes jp this is just chock full of so much good information takeaways for everybody uh this is huge huge stuff and again Please take this man up on reaching out because he's just a wealth of knowledge. Hopefully you're feeling a little bit of that because true expertise right here. JP, I I wanna shift gears just to dive a little bit deeper onto you as well. Um, And this question is really the tricky part of this particular interview, but it literally opens everybody up to the audience to get to know you a little bit more on the personal side. You've been very open already, but I wanna charge you with the challenge question. Okay. Um, if you could look back at your life thus far and pick or choose a challenge that you dealt with that you overcame, um, learning from that you became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you?
2: Well,
1: I think that I think the the thing that really I think there's a multitude of things that it's a very difficult question. yeah, you know there you know, when you when you deal with somebody who's gone through a tremendous amount of life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some people are lucky enough to be very guarded. And and, 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 and whether that's intentional, self-intentional, where mm-hmm. they're just very protective of themselves and they don't want to go past boundaries. Sure. Or luckily they just wound up in a very um, very frameworked kind of life where, yeah. you know, things were kind of set in a pattern for them already. Um, you know, they go to school, they maybe go to West West Point, they go to Air Force Academy, they go right. and they kinda of structure themselves through this kind of this narrow path, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get a person like me who has really explored himself and really explored outside of those walls and outside of that framework. Sure. And in that you, you deal with a lot of very exciting adventurous stuff, okay. but then you deal with a lot of very treacherous, very very turmoil based life experiences right okay and so then you become complex as an individual well said and you you look back and you say okay um you know what made the changes in me or like what what is the big what are the things that made the most impacts on my life mm-hmm. i think i think tragedy is one of the things that most people you know will bounce to first the idea of Okay, my brother committed suicide when I was seventeen. He was eight, or on it. I was eighteen. He was seventeen. Um, uh, when we were on the streets, put foster care. Um, you know, you know deaths. You know losing, losing. You know your grandpa, my mom, my best friends. Like all these people have died. Sure. Um, grandmas, all the things that we lose. Right. Hmm. Um, those are the first thing I think that people gravitate towards when they talk about, you know. Challenges. What are the like challenges? That, yeah. What are the things that really made you, uh, you know, where you are today? And I think that those, yes, being as normal and, and intuitively being the base things that probably really impacted me to do big things, right? Mm-hmm. To show, to prove, to, to overcome, to say, okay, my brother killed himself at 17, I'm 18. I want to show you that life's worth living. I want to show you that that you shouldn't have done that. That if I ever get to the other side, I'm gonna wring your neck. You know, right? Um, uh, all that's natural, right? That's the natural thing that you want to say. That, mm-hmm. but I think what it is is what really changed me is the fact that I truly do understand how fragile and how sensitive that my life is, hmm. and that I really, really want to make the very best of it. And when I go whether that be next week tonight or 25 years from now i really want to go with a smile on my face okay i want to know that i did the very best to be a great man or if i was a woman to be a woman mm-hmm. um, to be honest with great integrity uh to be forthright to be caring about my community about my world about everything around me and not in a kumbaya Yahweh. no Right, yeah. not in a let's hold hands and be you know let's be hippies, right? And, and trust me, I love hippies. sometimes. Yeah, sure. But but in, but in a really real honest way that um, that I truly want to live a life of goodness, mm. that I want to live a life of bounty and, and fruitfulness from that goodness. And I think the better that I have become at this craft, this craft called real estate, right? And mm-hmm. we are salesmen, right? Sure. We people say, oh no, I'm a service provider, and I, no, you're you're a professional salesman right okay let's just be very clear you're a professional salesman you can say that I'm a service writer I provide this and I'm a you know caregiver whatever you want to call yourself mm-hmm. but at the end of the day sales is sales right and so I want to be the best at it right mm-hmm. people like me want to be the very best at it so how do we do that we pay attention we pay attention to other people like us like minded um, I have a statement that I'll share with you yeah. uh, at some point here sure. um, that I've created that comes from me and um, so what I did is I I dove into things like there's a there's a podcast called GSD mode for example okay um it's called get s i s h i done okay so just look it up <laughs> yeah. GSD mode okay I'll be polite and calm go. but on his podcast he's intense right sure uh, he is um he is geared to to bring in the best of the best like you are right and 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 really dive into what makes them different and so. Right. Uh, and what makes their business work what makes them tick, why they do things, how they do things, what's important to them um, Just like what you're doing it's beautiful like right like, I really appreciate the fact that people out there are doing what you're doing because we're giving back. we're giving back to you guys. Uh, we're giving you insight onto what I, and yes you're learning about me as a human, as a man um, and and what kind of created this mm-hmm. this monster right um, <laughs> in a good way in a good way yes right a very good way. Yeah. Um, but on a realistic level like, People like us, like the will, is not doesn't need to be reinvented. Like mm-hmm. you can look at people that are really amazing, mm-hmm. and you can say, "What is it? You know, right. what's making you tick?" And you and they, you have to say the pros will tell you. Go have coffee with mm-hmm. them, right? Call somebody that's at high level and have coffee. Go have lunch. Right. See if you can get in a moment of their time to just ask them what made them. Mm-hmm. So you can get something from them. So over the years, I have really done that. I've refined myself to yeah. to through elegance mm-hmm. through paying attention um, and I'm able to share things now like I'm able like I was explaining to you uh, speaking in adult colleges yeah sure. you know in the five-minute rule for example mm-hmm. and and I talked about the fact that you know you smoke a cigarette and it takes about five minutes to smoke a cigarette mm-hmm. and if you took that very time and focused on learning whether via internet through a book uh, through um, uh, asking questions from anybody like a teacher anybody you took that seven minutes every day that five to seven minutes and you compounded that each day you would find very quickly that your skill levels would be immense right wow. so if you wanted to be um, uh, a radio guy and be a mm-hmm. radio host or a TV person uh, an actress or actor sure you know wouldn't you want to take five minutes every day mm-hmm. and learn how to be an actor and say listen how to do this. I do this, this right how do I how do I engage? What do mm-hmm. I What do I start? Like what What's the scoop? Like let me call some acting schools and, and what does it cost and sure. Do I need to take acting classes? I mean, mm-hmm. take the time each day five to seven minutes and so I did that. I spoke in adult college. Mm-hmm. I got a yep. call from the dean. Uh, the dean tells me he received a fifty dollar tip from a student Honorary. who had taken one of my little um, yeah. my little things <laughs> where I go in and talk to them, the adult college kids about why um, Why it's great that you're here, but what are you going to do after college? Right. Sure. And uh, so he received a $50 tip from a lady who wanted to go to college so she could start her business. she wanted to take Christian CD oh, she went Christian sermons, mm-hmm. English, trans- trans- um, uh, uh, transpose them into Spanish sure. and sell them. She sold a case, which was over 25, 2,600 bucks somewhere in there. Um, to a to low-end areas in Mexico okay. that don't have a lot of resources hmm. but they wanted good you know good messages and um, they didn't have I guess act um, whatever it is but she made 25 or 26 hundred bucks on her first sale mm-hmm. she brought the $50 to the Dean which he then called me in turn to thank me for for bringing that message sure we don't know where we're going to um, uh, we don't know where we're gonna inspire somebody we don't mm-hmm. know the, the word, the sentence, the paragraph, the emotion, the feeling, the touch, we don't know how that impacts a person for the rest of their life. Well said. Mine was the realtor that drove 590 miles mm-hmm. to pick up a kid whom she'd never met. Um, and, and Crohn's disease, obviously right. having a health condition. sure. Yours may be something completely different. right? But you have to focus on people that can give you those skills and resources that can help you through those dynamics to where you understand more about who you really, really want to be. Mm-hmm. And maybe real estate isn't your thing. And maybe sure. you'll discover that through your journey. Mm-hmm. But the more you research and the more you put that time in, even if it's five minutes a day, the more you'll discover
0: JP, this this is huge, and and I know that you mentioned we we don't know what's going to inspire or what might motivate or one word or sentence, but I have a feeling that whoever's watching or listening to this is being inspired as we speak, uh, which I'm so so honored again to have you on this. This is huge huge information. So, but thanks for sharing. It's not easy to talk about challenges and hardships, but again, we all have them, and whether it's in the past or in the future, no one's exempt. And the fact that you're humble and honest enough to really. Uh, showcase that JP it speaks volumes about you and your character so you. I, I can't appreciate that enough and thank you enough um, I do want to shift gears onto a slightly softer sure, question sure, sure. If that's all right <laughs> um, so we made it through that everybody but thank you. Uh, thanks for joining yes. me there guys. thank you yeah. uh, but this is actually one of my favorite questions and this ends up being the travel back in time question so if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two any age range what would you say to young JP
1: well, I don't want to make a joke out of it. <laughs> okay. but, but I do think that um, I think what I would have done is nothing. OK. Right? I think I would have done nothing different. Hmm. I would have embraced all the bad that led me to the good. Because I truly believe that without, without terrible experiences, you will never understand the goodness and the beauty of when they are good and great. Wow. And so there is a yin and yang in mm-hmm. life. And, and it, if I could go back in time, I would absolutely not have changed my health condition. Mm-hmm. I would have not changed um, when I was on the street and I was collecting cans out of garbage cans. Uh, I would not have changed anything. Mm-hmm. I, now am a, I am now educated. I went back to high school as an adult.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I went to college. I had my associate's degree well, in business is. with a minor in marketing. Mm-hmm. I have been a top-tier pro realtor for the past almost 15 years. Huge. Um, Yes, there were some intermediate times because I started in the high end and went into learning how to be a distressed property expert, right? Right. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And so it isn't just, you know, pick a path and be successful. Like, it's pick a path and and hang on for the ride and just do your best, right? Um, But always push yourself. And and I would say, yeah, if I could go back in time, I would just, uh, I'd smile a little bit more.
0: But I love that you said that though, JP, because what you say, and I think everybody's going to resonate and appreciate with that is, you know, everything that we go through in life, the books we read, the conversations we have, the travel that we do, uh, the hardship, and and the positive nature, it makes us who we are. That's right. And so I love that you own that and that you respect it. Um, The fact that you're saying smile more, I think we can all take a piece of that advice. (laughs) Everybody should smile more. I think that's really good. So... Um, you know, but hopefully that hits everybody and there's some reflection on your life Hopefully you're asking yourselves these same questions and hopefully you're in line with JP. I don't know. Not, yeah. not everybody's on that level But right, um, it, it's really cool stuff JP. I love that So Thank I do you. want to go into actually a huge huge topic in this particular series The the viewers and the listeners of this particular series They love to know what the Titans are doing to grow their mind Great. so it's the feeding of the mind question um, really if you could look back at books that you have read or are reading podcasts you've listened to or are currently listening to or coaches or motivational speakers
1: or anything along those lines social media influences sure how are you feeding your mind JP well great question I have a systematic way that I do pay attention to now over the years I have learned a lot okay um, from various people from even different offices so I have drank the Kool-Aid for Berkshire Hathaway oh. for whomever out there is a Berkshire lover. Oh, that's some good right? Kool-Aid, right? that's good stuff. Right, so um, we are considered now, uh, we are looking at this brand being the forever brand, mm-hmm. and we would love to um, to basically culture a, a a group of realtors that truly are a much higher level of, of real estate experience. Mm-hmm. Now all offices will promise tools and all kinds of stuff. Sure. Um, but I do think that I have definitely drank the kool for Berkshire. Mm. Um, but in terms of tools over the years, uh, there's just a few guys like. Sure. So technology offers like we we talked before about like YouTube and things like that. You can mm-hmm. you can Google so much off YouTube. You now. can learn a ton like that. Yeah, I mean, there's mm-hmm. agents out there giving advice, and there's people giving advice all over the place, and and it's just an intense amount of information, and some of it's really accurate. But how do you decipher which is best? Mm-hmm. And how do you choose what's going to belong to you? Well, you know, I just say start with one thing and, and don't skip all over. Like, I talked to new agents and they're like, oh, did you hear about, I just heard about geofarming. Any idea of geofarming? <laughs> um, okay, so I got a new agent. She says, I think that's the path I'm gonna take. I'm like, well, you're taking a path that I've never heard of, so that's scary for me because I have no way to train you. Maybe you could train me. Sure. Right. <laughs> I'm open right. to it. right. Um, but, some of the things that I did, like we could we could go onto our phone and we could pull up YouTube and apps and all right. these things now, um, and there's ways that you can kind of create this accountability for yourself if mm-hmm. you're very structured, which all the agents that I've met rarely do find one that's super structured. It's tough, right? It's rare. It, it is, and so um, I hired a coach. In the beginning, it was by referral only. Okay, he's still out there, still doing his thing, and I, I keep hearing like. You know there was brian buffini for a while mm-hmm. and now there's this new guy that's all of a sudden but there's always like every decade there's like a new guru there's always right yeah. right and so my referral taught me a lot because it was accountability so guys the coach that calls you or you get a call from somebody twice mm-hmm. a week and they're saying what did you do and you're like all freaked out because you went to your like <laughs> family's wedding and all this stuff and you're busy and you're like oh my god i do nothing am i supposed to tell this person right wow yeah but then you eventually like get into it and you're like oh my god i got be account i'm paying five grand a year i gotta do something here right. And so um, I did. I started following the the, the scripts and started doing the stuff, and it did. It was very effective for me. Love that. Um, but I did make. You know, I eventually evolved where then it became my own style, my own mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. But I had to start somewhere. Okay. So for me, buy referral only was a very powerful tool. Love it. Um, and then you know I started looking at different things like like I said earlier, GSD mode. Yeah. You Great know podcast. things like that. I listen to pro realtors who, who give advice and things. And I always want to know what my competitors are doing out there. Okay. It's hard for a guy to listen to a guy or girl to listen to what their competitors are doing. I think, yeah, because you you want to think that your stuff is is the maximum of what you can do, right? right? And how could anybody be doing better than me? Of course, mm-hmm. but really they are. They're out there doing big things and they're Love doing that. fantastic things um, because they're they're looking at, at at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And so um, you've got to see what the other guys are doing. You got to ask questions. You know, when you've got pro agents in your office, go speak with them. You know they may not have the time so just get them get enough time to get some something out of them uh just a few bits is all you right. need to take something away because really the, the 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 attention span of a human as you know is very small anyway i'm hoping that you go through this whole uh show with us and explore it because it can lead to some pretty successful things if you listen and pay attention to what we're talking about Agreed. but um you really do so even like keller williams gary keller Uh, The story behind Gary Keller is like when his friends were going and being you know PhDs and stuff He wanted to be a real estate pro, right? Right. And so he focused on real estate You can actually get your master's degree in real estate If you didn't know that Mm -hmm. you can actually go to a four-year college degree and get a master's in real estate That is a beautiful thing, right? Or you can go to the eight or twelve-week course (laughs) online or through your local uh, uh class which they hold in some cases and not all in some cities. Sure. Um and you can take an 8 to 12 week course and pay very little bit of money and become a licensed realtor within a matter of a couple months.
2: Wow.
1: Um it's up to you how far you want to go, mm-hmm. right? And I look at all that and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to compartmentalize that into Gary Keller's experience where mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to build this thing and he wrote these beautiful books. Mm-hmm. His model has been powerful. He's grown a massive company. Right. Which now you've got massive big companies, Berkshire, Remax, Keller Williams, Coldwell Banker, all these big players trying to like dominate the markets, right? Sure, sure. Like we want to market share, we want to get these agents, like how to recruit them, mm-hmm. how do we get people like JP over here? I get it all the time, right? <laughs> it's, it's, all this contact information is listed. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah, know if yeah, that's You gonna can happen. call me, but good luck. <laughs> I got the Berkshire behind me, so but, it's got the power. Love it. Um but um it's a beautiful thing what Gary built. So I read a uh, millionaire real estate agent. You guys should read that. Okay. Uh, the one is another one his most recent book. Mm. Um very powerful, very structured, very systemized. Okay. That's so he talks about scripts Hmm. how you approach people for sell by owner anybody right how to do it how to say practice role play with your friends and family they would love it hmm. come on and then um, go through the steps it teaches you how to build like a business plan and how to um, to nurture that business plan yeah. it even talks about databases and love that. and it really walks you through. if you're paying attention if you really are like there's Maslow's hierarchy chart you know yeah. that mm-hmm. that's like the the health and well-being of a human structure like from from basic needs right from food uh as being your basic needs sure. right and in health and in, like, it's like a pyramid maslow's hierarchy is like uh in my interpretation i believe is basic functions all the way up to high society okay right like what it takes to be from ground level from basic nutrition all the way to a higher tier of of level of yeah. human level Very right cool what you expect for yourself um but you look at that and and gary keller's book does really dynamically teach you these things right That's and there's a lot of books out there you can read. I mean, mm-hmm. how to be the best real estate agent, like all these things out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm always paying attention to the highest and best. Okay. Right. So I'm not going to read point. a yeah. I'm not going to read a book that was written by a real estate agent that was a realtor for five years and then failed <laughs> and now is writing right. a book. I'm going to be. Reading a book that's written by somebody who built a powerful business and still runs that powerful business, right, and consults on high levels too. So, hmm. I think that's what you got to pay attention to is pay attention to that. To, you know, you know, lots of people that say and say you, you those that can't do teach, mm-hmm. right, and so you get a guy that did get into real estate and now he's like, oh, I'm gonna teach everybody because I'm gonna make more money selling books and doing, you know, presentations, right, and cons- and c- consulting people. Um, I don't know. I really would rather be trained by somebody who's actively doing it every day. Well said. And that they're a performer in their Mm -hmm. craft, whether they be an actress, an actor, or whatever, or a real estate broker. Um, But again, we are sales professionals, and and to be the best, you want to pay attention to the best. And and that's why this show is awesome, because you're speaking to the best. I mean, I've committed to being the highest level I can achieve in this industry. Mm -hmm. And, and now I'm a partial owner broker of a, of a, a, of a very elite brokerage. And so uh, with a very powerful reputation already preceding my tenure. So um, I'm very thankful. But it, it is it does come down to um, uh, pay attention to, to, to the good ones. Pay attention to the guys that are honest, the guys that have ethics, the guys that really, really stand strong in their communities, that are a participant in their communities and um, there's team leaders and there's people out there that you could look up to, mm-hmm. but oftentimes you need to pay attention to, you know, is it arrogance or is it confidence with them? Fine line. Right? Yeah. And if it's arrogance, then it's them being the big shot because they've hit some high levels because of the economy's grade, Sure. houses are selling, uh, things are moving quick, and so they can show well, right? They can shine like a beautiful coin in that economic situation. But if those team leaders, when the economics change, you better be ready to you better be ready to work and adapt quickly to be the best in any market. Wow.
0: JP, this is this has been huge, huge takeaways, Thank like you. literally from start to finish. I know everybody's you know ears are burning and their minds are melting. There's just so much good information. I'm going to have a list in the comments down below okay. just as everybody knows so that you can follow along and feed your mind the same way that this man is doing. JP, Thank it you. has been absolutely incredible. I want to wrap this whole thing up with a final question. Sure. And this ends up being a quote okay. or a mantra that you live by. It sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for J.P.
1: Spears? All right, I'll tell you. You have heard this many, many ways, okay. right? But you'll have never heard it the way I'm about to tell you. All right. right, listen up, everybody, here we go. And I'm gonna tell you this because I'll tell you where it came from. So as I was a young man in my early 20s, close to 20, I'll just be realistic, yeah. <laughs> I'm causing trouble my brother had left the planet a few years prior. I was kind of a little bit in that mode of like, let me be a little bit of an anarchist at my age, mm-hmm. right? I'm sitting in the back of a police car and I'm telling this guy that I'm from Kansas and I'm a good young man. And he looks back at me and he goes, young man, it's guilt by association. Um, the the environment that you're around is, is where you are, okay? That's why you're in my car and he didn't have to say much beyond that obviously because I was in trouble and I was in the back of his police car. Now, I have never had felonies, <laughs> okay? Okay, yeah. Let's uh, be so clear, let's be everybody, clear. yeah. <laughs> Good um, point. I did misbehave a little bit at that point in my life um, and, and again, I wouldn't have changed it for nothing. Mm-hmm. A couple years later, after I got my bearings, right, I had deciphered that thing where he said, it's guilt by association to, you guys ready? All right. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future wow. Wow. and you have never heard it that way I promise you have heard it in many ways it sounded like I, you just lo- heard it I love that right I love the way but show that. me your friends and I'll show you your future
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so every since that moment hit me when I came up with that same I really was like okay what does this really mean to me it's my friends it's my future it's everything to me mm-hmm. show me your friends and I'll show you your future and that mm-hmm. is exactly what it takes to be successful in this life Uh, JP, I think that sums you up uh, perfectly
0: when it comes down to it. Your knowledge, your basis, your integrity, the legacy that you've continued to lay in this marketplace as a true professional. I'm uh, pretty proud and happy to say that I'm your friend, JP. Thank you. And it's an honor to have you. You're a true real estate titan, my friend. I appreciate it. Um, Everybody, thank you so much for your time and attention. As always, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to throw us a like on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, um, all the rest of the sites if you're an audiophile, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. Uh, Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thank you.